Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Friday. What an amazing day to be back with my amazing, amazing family, the Conversations with Toy family. If this is your first time, welcome. I am Toy of Toy, <laughs> of Conversations with Toy, I should say. And I'm always so grateful to just be able to do another episode, do something that I absolutely love talk about some of the conversations that's been going on and the conversations that we really honestly need to have. So we're going to get sort of kind of right into the episode. So next week we do have a guest. To be honest with you, I could have had a guest this week as far as editing a little sooner, but I am a huge component of mental health and self-care and I just didn't want to feel rushed trying to hurry up and edit and all that other extremes that come along with it. It's it is what it is. So we do have a, a guest for next week who we will be talking about our money, finances, investments, debt, trying to get our coin together. I, I listen, it is now March, right? And we all know that people have these good, you know, goals for the new year and January, they, they start off strong. And it's statistically known that in February, everybody, not everybody, I'll say a lot of people will fall off in February. Well, we're trying to shake you up a little bit for March so that you can start your second quarter on the right foot. So we will, we will have a guest next week. I will have it all edited and ready so that we can get our money together and get our money right. What I love about this particular guest for next week, and I'll talk more about that next week, is that I love how good the information is and how it's not, you know, like a sales pitch. You know how some financial advisors, when they want to give information, but they give it in a way that sounds like, hey, work with me, do with me. This information that this our guest gave, he gave was completely sound and unequivocally and not about a sales pitch. Now, I'm not telling you not to go and, you know, use his services. I, I definitely agree to do that. But I want you to understand that when I bring guests, I like to bring people who bring information instead of just trying to get someone to buy something, you know, buy my book, buy my services. You're, you know, I'm going to encourage you to do that on, on your own. So we do have an amazing guest next week and I can't wait for you to hear them. Um, but this week you have me, <laughs> the actual host. I'm excited. And um, it is Women's History Month, Right. It is the month that we set aside to uplift, uphold, high five all the amazing women who are doing what they need to do every single day. Let us be clear. When there are national holidays, a lot of people really get deep into their feelings about why do we have a national holiday for this? This is so stupid. This is so dumb. If I want to be honest, when I was starting my journey with therapy and just, you know, becoming a, a better version of myself, I used to be extremely toxic myself. So I talk about toxic people all the time, right? But you also can be the toxic person. And for me, my toxic uh, traits were just being negative. 
And so I would just be completely negative about every little thing. Now, I'm not telling you that because I want you to gravitate towards my, my thought process or anything. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is a part of me celebrated and moved away from that negative thought process by recognizing the national days. And the reason for that was a personal thing. So for me, it was recognizing that in spite of the fact of me feeling the way that I was feeling as I was continuing my journey with therapy, uh, there was always something every single day that we could celebrate. And so when you hear about these days and they don't resonate with you, like let's say it's National Coffee Day and you're just like, but I don't drink coffee. Well, then just go and enjoy whatever cup of whatever you enjoy. But the goal for me personally was to always find something that I could celebrate, big, small, or indifferent. And that helps me to see things a little bit brighter. That personally helped me to focus on the positive of life instead of just focusing on, oh my gosh, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. That was a personal journey for me. Now you still may say some of these national holidays are ridiculous and I'm going to be quite honest with you. There are some that I probably would not have made up, but they are what they are. And it's still a way to look at something and say, wow, so I didn't know it was National Hot Dog Day of the day. And if you eat hot dogs, you might say, let me go get a good one. I say that to say that when you hear about things like Women History Month, if you are have any, and we all have, you know, are very intelligent people, we know that uplifting women should be something you do every day. Just like for Mother's Day, you should be honoring your mother every single day that she is here and beyond. So we know that these days are man-made days. We know that these days are days that people just come jumble together. But when something like Women's History Month, giving women their props is something that should really be taken seriously. Listen, we bring life into this world. We juggle jobs, whether in or out of the home. We juggle responsibilities and nine times out of 10, there are things that women have done that they don't even get the credit that they deserve. So anytime when we can uplift something and someone, and especially when it's about positivity, I'm all about that. So this is the reason why um, I started my blog seven years ago for anyone who's listening, who's like, oh, she has a blog. Yes, I have a blog. It's called Toy Time um, Blog. So it's T-O-I-T-I-M-E, then blog. And... It was just a way for me to shed light on some things and stories and conversations that people weren't having. In the midst of that, I started to do the Women's Women History Month, um, you know, series where I would honor or talk about women or find women that were really just killing in their field. And again, this is across all genres, all walks of life, all ages. It didn't matter because to be honest with you, you can learn a lot from people when your heart is open to learning. I used to find messages and things that I needed for myself to become better in the most weirdest of places because my heart was open and my ears was to the ground listening for things that I needed. And there are some women out here that despite everything that they have going on in their lives, they are showing up and showing out. Now, let's be real. They're not perfect, right? They're making mistakes like the rest of us. They're human. There may not always be, you know, about their self-care. They may let themselves go in one area and they need to improve in another. But I love seeing women who literally will just show up and show out. And I mean, show up in the, in the times, in the, in the parts of their lives that don't even make sense. You've heard of people and entrepreneurs that were living from paycheck to paycheck, putting money to the side to build their business. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. And again, I have no problem with just 
honoring people and giving people their flowers while they can still smell them. So if you are on the blog, uh, and if you're not, go ahead and check it out. We are talking to women entrepreneurs. We're talking to mothers. We talk to everyone. There's not anyone that's been left out. I put the you know, put the word out in the atmosphere for anyone who wanted to be featured and those who answered the call, we will feature. And those who don't, maybe you'll come around for the next month or the next year and we'll hit you, you know, we'll support. Or the reality is that I support women all year round. Ask anyone who has had any knowledge of me, any interaction with me, they know that I'm always about uplifting women all year round, not just on these big high days. But since we are talking about Women History Month, there has been much uproar of Kim Kardashian just the other day making a statement about business tips that she would give for, I don't know if she said specifically to women or just businesses, I think it was women about the tips and successes that she would, you know, want to encourage people to do. And one of the things she said was to get your ass up and, you know, be prepared to work, be prepared to do the work, be prepared to basically show up and do what you need to do. And people had been going all the way off. So the notion of Kim Kardashian being able to tell someone else that the tips of success is to do the work. Listen, now, I don't know how you feel about Kim Kardashian. You may be thinking she's the most trashiest thing ever that you've ever seen. And why are we talking about her? We're talking about her because we're this, you know, days after International Women's Day and we're having Kim Kardashian make this statement. So people took it very personal. I mean, personal, you know, saying things that, you know, in the, in the, in the respect of, you know, how can Kim Kardashian, who's rich, tell somebody else that they should get up and go do something because she's come from money. She's had to, you know, basically has had a, a life that's been catered to, you know, she's lived a comfortable, easy life. And there's a lot of truth and validity to that. Let's be real. Kim Kardashian's father. Um, I wouldn't say his, I don't know all of his story, but I know that at certain points of his life, he definitely as was a successful lawyer and attorneys. And so the Kardashians wasn't, they weren't hungry. They were definitely, you know, taken care of. They were doing whatever it is they had to do. Um, and so I, I see where people's point is with that. But if you take out the fact that Kim Kardashian is saying that, I have talked to many women, um, entrepreneurs, business owners, and I'm talking about from the mom and pop stores to the online boutiques to those who have an actual uh, storefront. Everyone has always said you got to show up and do your work. I just interviewed Jane... Um, of Jane Wynn. And she literally said the same thing. You got to show up. You've got to work hard. You've got to do all these different things. So I do understand where people are getting more upset about the messenger than the message. But like I always say, you're going to find what you need in the atmosphere, no matter where you are. And sometimes you got to hear what people and, you know, like my mom, you know, parents would say, do what I, you know, as I say and not, or do as I do and don't worry about like, do as I say, not as I do. So I don't know if she's the best person to, to give that message to. You may be feeling some type of way, but then there's the other flip, you know, Kim Kardashian has built her empire. And regardless of how she got started with the whole Ray J, uh, tape, at some point, she still had to manage, you know, showing up at the different times that she should show up for her different meetings and all the things that she does. So there is another part of that that says Kim Kardashian does deserve to have to be listened to and to be heard. 
as much as people has made a big deal about her, she is trying her best to become an attorney and do all these different things that have to do with social reform. So again, you may say, Latoy, you are ridiculous. We do not support Kim Kardashian. And there is nothing I can say to change your mind. I will say that every person, good, bad, or indifferent brings a point of example and nothing else we should be able to take what's for us and the part that makes sense about working hard and apply that across the board. Should that have been, you know, something that we focused on with being the messenger? I, I can only say that's a personal decision. Me personally, I heard it. I heard this thing when she said it. And then I just thought to myself, well, as long as I've been interviewing a bunch of business people, I know that does make sense. You know, you do have to show up. And part of life is really just showing up. Oftentimes, it doesn't really always, always have to be so heavenly about resources. I've seen people who have had no resources, none whatsoever, but they showed up. They were consistent. They were persistent. They asked questions. They did all of the things and they were able to see success. And there have been people who are like a Kardashian or people who have more resources available to them that makes them be more successful sooner who still are saying things like, you know, show up and do the work. So it's just about the messenger. And I need us to learn to sometimes that we have to separate the messenger from the message, but also we got to hold accountable people whose message, who are the messenger and whose lives don't align. It goes both ways. So take with that what you will. Kim Kardashian is on the swivel and, you know, in a few days, it'll be something else, somebody else, something else that is going on in this world that we will focus our attentions on. And then we will, you know, move along because again, at the end of the day, life is long and I mean, life is short and we don't always have the time in the world to put our, our, our energy to the things that does not matter. But while we are talking about women's history, can I just say this without people getting too offended, you know, getting deep into your feelings about certain things. I think the part that I find disturbing is when we're talking about honoring women you know, pretty much every day, giving women and people in general their flowers while they can still smell it. And there are people who will monopolize off such things, which means there are companies that are posting things about honoring women and supporting women and supporting women initiatives that don't even pay their employees, women or not, women, men, everybody in between, and they don't pay them what they're worth. But it's specific to just the messaging of Women's History Month. Why do we have companies that are putting these messagings out about how, you know, we uplift women and do those things? I need you to pay me. Cindy Gallup, if you haven't heard of her, go on Twitter, go on LinkedIn. She is amazing. I first found out about her from Blog Her. I am a She Media partner. And a lot of her messaging is straight to the truth. Now, I can dig it. I get with it because I live with my mother who just never really believed in you know, she never believed in really making things sound cute and sweet. She just was straight to the point. And that bluntness is something that has been a beautiful part of my life and also a struggle for me personally, because it's always that struggle to be like, do I, should I be blunt or should I find a way to say this, the PG version, or should I find the politically correct version? It's a struggle. But Cindy Gallup said something very amazing, which we all were thinking or have thought in the past. Stop trying to send me an uplifting message and uplift my bank account. Like pay me and pay me what I am deserving of. And I'm going to add because I am a black woman and pay us all what we deserve. It's really infuriating, especially if you've been, uh, if you're a blogger or influencer or whatever you are in your field, it's amazing to me that in still in 2022, 
that we will have companies that would pay me and another person, let's say a white woman and me as a black woman, two different payments for the same for the same concept for the same. If you put everything identical across the board, and we was and I would still get paid marginally less. That stuff has to stop. So when we have companies that are talking about paying, you know, not paying, but talking about uplifting women, uplift women's pockets. We want to be able to get paid. Listen, I can't always eat off of an uplifting message. Like sometimes uplifting messages will pull me from wherever I'm at and make me, you know, get to the do better. I'm here for that. Like get me on the do better and then, you know, let me soar. Then there are those times when, listen, I'm going to soar a little higher when my coins are aligned. So pay me what I am deserving of. Because it doesn't make sense in 2022 that, that we're still having this con this conversation, that women are still getting paid, you know, way less than men counterparts. And the sad part is, is that we're always being counted on to show up, to do the job, to do the work, to do it sometimes even better. I hate to say this, but I love to say this, sometimes better, but can't get the payment and our, and our payments to, to show that. So... It's just an interesting concept, and I really want us to try to find a way to do better. And by us, I mean those who are in charge, those who hold the coins. Whoever is holding the coins need to do better at distributing them. That's just the bottom line. So let's talk about the week. Let's just talk about and have a conversation about the days of the week and about how we're going about living our lives if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that I'm a big, huge component of talking about mental health care and mental wellness because people get, listen, people get really in their feelings. If you say somebody has a mental health issue, just saying the word issue is a turnoff to people because they feel like, why are you saying it's an issue? Because I don't see it as an issue. I see it as something that I'm progressing through. Okay, listen, whether you want to say it's a mental health issue or mental health wellness. I know people sometimes gravitate towards mental health wellness, and I try my best to use mental health wellness because I don't want the majority of people to be so turned off by a phrase that they can't tune into the lesson. Like, don't Kim Kardashian me right now. I need you to understand that regardless of the choice of words that you're saying, the way that you think about yourself while you're in your body and you're existing, right? There are times in our lives where we're going to work we are taking care of our families. We are taking care of ourselves. We are moving along day by day. And if we are not careful, we are experiencing burnout. Like I talked about last week, I experienced the biggest bout of burnout that I have had in a long time. And that's with me taking self-care almost all the time, right? And not having a clear conversation about our health, about the way that we see ourselves, the way that we take care of ourselves. And listen, when you drink your water and you work out and you take care of the people that you are responsible for, whether that be yourself or a family, or you are acquiring businesses, or you are, you know, physically getting your workout in, trying to get enough sleep, you know, all of these things that we are told we're supposed to do. There are going to be times and moments where it is hit and miss. So the being hard on yourself because you didn't get your workout in, I understand that. But look at the flip of it. You're still cognitive. So that means that tomorrow you can do a better job at your workout. I feel like we have to have a balance. I've been a huge component of talking about balance because sometimes while we're trying to do everything in its perfected place, 
Sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes it's about balancing yourself as much as possible because what is balance in a world of chaos? What is balance? And for me, I strive to get myself at the most balance for me. So my balance may not look like your balance, but we have to do better at taking care of ourselves as a whole. And sometimes that may mean, although I do self-care every day, that may mean to be a little bit more overindulgent in something that I truly need. Meaning if I need to take more than a day off, take that because my mental health matters. Now, listen, I understand that everybody does not have the ability to take off because these bills don't care about our mental health, right? Bills don't care about mental health. Bills could care less about us, to be honest with you. They just want to be paid. I understand that. But at moments of rest that we can take, if I can't take a full day off, how about if I'm able to get an extra hour of sleep, do so? Instead of worrying about using that hour to do something else that's a part of my mental wellness, some days I may need to tap out on one area of another and focus on what I need. And that honestly is the definition of self-care. It's about recognizing what you need and getting exactly what you need out of the situation. Now, sometimes we, we make mental wellness, we make self-care difficult. And I want us to get back to the basics because I feel like when we put all these extra emphasis, we have all these new gadgets, we have apps, I use all of those things, but sometimes just the bare bone basics are something that we need to focus on because we are putting a lot of emphasis on things that we, it's a great thing to do if you can balance it, but then there are just times when we just have to take that step back. So this week I have really been challenged in a way that has been it's been hard because, again, I said earlier that I grew up in a home where my mother was extremely blunt. Now, she just said what she had to say. She didn't try to package it up to a certain way. I respect that. I love that part about my mom, that she was able to just say whatever she had to say. Now, again, not every time that she said it, it you know, it landed where it needed to land, but she never just, that's just her personality. But I have a strong struggle with that because this week I was challenged on how far is too far. Meaning when people give you back this, or they give, I want to say back, when they give this raggedy energy, right? You may be talking to a boss, you may be talking to a friend, you may be talking to a loved one, your spouse, and they give you energy that just does not make sense, right? And I think some people mean well, some people are just jerks and there's just no other way of getting around that, right? And my struggle is, is that balance of that go off moment, because I've been in therapy for so long, you learn to ne not necessarily, you know, hide that part of you, but you learn to use it when it's necessary. And I've been like struggling on that, that heavy on the necessary part. Because I feel like there's a lot of people who will say things, do things, and take advantage of you just out of the sake of the fact that they can. They think that they can, right? They believe that for whatever, however your relationship is set up, that they can say the things that they want to say without um, taking consideration how you may be receiving it. Or, you know, they may come off because they have stuff going on in their lives. So they feel like they can just be free. Now, when I was in my 20s, I, I've said this before, and I may even talked about this a little bit last week, but in my twenties, I had no fear factor. I too operated from the same environment by which I was raised in to tell you what needed to be said and let the chips fall where they may. And 
if you want it, if that's the type of lifestyle that I wanted to live, I can still do that today. I would have no filter. I would say whatever needed to be said. But I, since having children have learned that, you know, there are things that you need to do to govern yourself accordingly, to not be a toxic person, to not just jump on people just because you're feeling, you know, the need to, to balance out, you know, speaking up for yourself and doing it in a way where you can honor yourself but also not disrespect people just because now you have this open door. And this week has been a challenge of that. And I think the last few weeks have been, and I'm getting to the point where I'm asking myself, okay, if this is a continuation, if this is something that continuously happens and I'm speaking up for myself and that person isn't getting it, then there's going to have to come a point of separation, right? Separating myself from that environment, separating myself from that person or persons involved because Listen, I already know that at some point, you know, if you don't say something, you don't speak up, you get to this point where you're like a boiling water in a pot and that has a lid and it will flip its lid. Literally, you will end up flipping your lid because you get to the point where you're like enough is enough. And I say that because there could be somebody listening to this podcast and they're just like, I have had more than my fair share of dealing with certain people and dealing with certain situations. And the best advice that I can give that I know works for me, and I hope that you find some type of leeway in helping yourself is don't allow yourself to get to that point. I think you need to have an honest assessment. I've talked about when I had a boss and I, and this was a couple episodes ago where my boss was one, I mean, he, and I'll just say he, he was very out of pocket, out of pocket, out of control would just say things. And because I was used to that environment, I respected it when it needed to be said, but when it wasn't, it just wasn't working for me. And the ignorance, the sheer mad ignorance and disregard for other people was always at an all time high. There was always turnover. And, and, and that's another thing we got to look at when you have people that are running from your place of employment, when you have people who no longer want to be around you and could care less about what you think you're offering them, that is time for you to take a show enough look at you. Cause that means that it's not, it's not skill sets. That's the problem. It's the ability for some people to treat people with dignity and to and respect. And so that has been my lesson this week. And these last few weeks is like Latoy, Ask yourself if you're willing to continue to be in this environment for however long and then come to a conclusion and then stick with it. Stick with it because you got to respect yourself because I'm telling you, people are going to be a habitual line stepper and they will continuously treat you the way that they feel that they can get away with. And as long as you continue showing up, I had this conversation with my husband the other day, as long as you continuously show up for that behavior, they're going to serve it right? It's like going to the lunchroom and you know the menu already. You show up because you're hungry and so you don't feel like you have another resource, but I'm the type of person that will pack a lunch, right? That is the mentality of a person like myself that will be like, listen, I'm not eating at this cafeteria. I'm going to come into into a room and I'm going to have my own lunch packed. I think the difference from the the 20-something-year-old dealing with that type of environment and being almost 41 this year is I'm not at this position where I'm showing up because I don't have a lunch, right? I have a lunch. I have a lunch. And so that's a beautiful part of it. When you're at a position and it's a beautiful place to finally get into where you don't have to put up with certain things because you have another resource, you have other things in your life going on. You're not 
tag that the boot was someone else, it's beautiful because people can only do but so much when you don't need them. When you truly don't need them, you you don't have to put up with people's personalities and their issues and the stuff that they won't correct because you don't need them. You're not at the mercy of other people. And that's just one of those lessons of having your own. When you have your own, you can sit at your own table and people won't allow you at their table. You just be like, let me go ahead and get this wood together. Let me go ahead and build me a table. Let me go ahead and get me something together. Let me go ahead and make something out of nothing. Let me go ahead and, and, and find a way to make something happen. And that's women. Women do that all the time. Now, I'm not saying that men don't do it either. Don't get in your feelings. I'm just saying women know how to figure it out. We will carry things on our back that we shouldn't carry. And we need to learn how to put some things down. But when it comes to just showing up and knowing how to take care of ourselves and knowing just what we need to do in the face of adversity, women will get up right? There's been many of women who didn't get their credit and shine, who were pretty much the four leaders of so many movements. The men were just the face of it. And women were back there keeping the temple and keeping the beat going and knowing where to, you know, turn and how to adjust and how to make moves differently. And, and that's every single day. Women are out here killing it. I'm telling you. So I'm proud to be a woman and I just want us to get paid though. I still want our coins for sure. Now, I also want to have a conversation about knowing your industry. So whatever you do for money, whatever your industry is, please know the ups and downs of each industry. Know the people, the key players in your industry. Be clear about who's making decisions that affect your industry. Please be aware. And if you, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, when you get to learn how to build your own, you know, village and you get to figure out who is in your village by allowing people into your village or outsourcing p things that happen in your village, be very clear about what's going on. Know who is around you, know who you're talking to, know who you're dealing with and be careful of people because in my field as a, a creative there are going to be so many business deals that are going to come your way that don't make sense, but some people will take them because they just need to make money. Be clear on who you are, because I'm telling you as a creative, there are going to be people who want you to do the craziest things for literal pennies, right? Or they want you to create all this content just for free product. And this is okay to do. You may start off doing a couple of those things in the beginning when you're trying to get, you know, recognition, you're trying to show what you're worth and not that you're trying to show what you're worth, but you want to show what you can do. Right? So there may be some baby steps in taking it. I'm not telling people to start off in the game, becoming a blogger or a creative, and then saying to people, this is what I do. And this is what I want to get paid right off the jump. Like, no, that's what you want to do. Have that in the back of your mind, but you may have to start from the bottom. And now we're here. You got to start from the bottom to get to the, now we're here right? But in the same token, in the same token, know the players that are being introduced to you. One thing I have been really good at knowing is that when I go into the place, I'm going to figure out who is who in that room. And I'm going to figure out how to get to whomever I feel like is going to get me to my place. And then just be myself and introduce myself and just be the person that I am when I am around them. But there's a few things that I think that if you are a creative that you should be very aware of. And whether you are a creative or not, there this principle applies across the board. 
I have experienced some of the most rudest of folk in this industry. Now, this is not a personal time for me to start airing out people because I'm not never going to name drop because at the end of the day, I don't think name dropping helps. I think name dropping is only a way to create uh, drama and I don't need drama to get, you know, listens on the show. But what I will say is that in this industry, there are some people who will sit right next to you who won't even say hi to you and then will go home and send you a message and say, Hey, it was so good seeing you. And I'm like, what? I, you know, it's like, it's a, it's an energy that you have to be aware. There are just certain people who may, and I've given people so many, I don't even know if you want to say excuses, but some people I feel like in just even like myself, I used to go home and have somebody that I really admired at an event and I was too scared to speak to them. So I take that with my own knowing of how I deal with social anxiety and realize that not everybody can socialize right off the bat. Social anxiety is real. It's real to me. I struggle with it even yet still. And I have built my village of people when I'm out and about and I still struggle with it. There is that. But then there are some who are truly mean spirited for no reason. If there was a, a conflict, something that happened, and then we had a fallen out and then this behavior happened, it would make sense. Although I know I'm not everybody's sip of tea or cup of sugar, I get that. There are just some people who I've just been continuously watching. Like I am an observer. I listen to people when they speak. And if you listen, my mom always said, if you listen to people long enough, people will tell you who they are. And as I listen to certain people and I see the same pattern of people. I'm like Maya Angelou. I'm going to believe you the first time. I do not uh, give people the thought process that maybe they're not that way when they're showing me that they are that way. I'm going to believe them, right? Well, one thing I do admire about myself is that I do attempt, I do attempt to not try to judge people based upon what other people are saying about other people. And I say that because in this field, there is a lot of clamor that goes behind the scenes. There are so many people that will sit and talk about what they feel another blogger or another influencer or another content creator is not good enough to do. I don't know why they're in this room. Who invited them? Look at them. They're not even fashionable. They showed up like that. This, this is and that all the time. And the sad part is people aren't even slick enough to even have these conversations. Like when they go back home or online or in, in text messages, you, I have walked up on people saying these very things, not necessarily just to me, but other people. And I'm, just, I, I try not to be shocked anymore. I say that to say that no matter what industry you are in, you are going to run up against mean spirited people people who are really just not nice in person, people who have a better personality online than they do in real life. Unfortunately, a lot of people do not match what their online profile shows. They're not as uplifting as they should be when you see them, right? Because if you uplift and you're saying you're uplifting women, and I'm gonna just say this, and it's just gonna be the truth. There is a lot of movements where the pe women come together and they have these social organizations that are always about uplifting and empowering women who are the biggest, and I mean the biggest, people who are talk, talk down about another woman, who won't speak another woman's name in, in a room because they're scared that that opportunity is going to go to them and not, uh, not themselves, to somebody else and not themselves. And I have seen it all.
especially in the empowering movement, there's women and there's like almost a niche of empowerment, right? And in that niche, it'd be some of the most hurtfulest, downtrodden women who will just go out of no limbs, have no leaps and bounds about how they will disrespect another woman. So this is why I say you gotta personally walk this thing because if you say that you're about empowering women, you should also be uplifting women. I've had friends in this industry who have said and came to me about someone else in the industry, and my advice to them has never been, girl, I know they raggedy, I know this and that. I would tell them, listen, if that's how you're being, if that's how you feel about someone and they're making you feel that way, then, you know, see where see where that goes. Like, you know, believe what you're feeling and based upon what they're feeling and not adding no salt to it not seasoning it up to make them look any bad or anything like that and it, it, it is what it is so i am very leery because i know i know how people play there are people who are just on these apps to make their money and be out their way that's why you have to know of whom you are following and do the best that you can to see if they are lying i would hate for someone to meet me in person and say oh i just can't stand her you know she is just awful like you may not like me you may say oh you know what at least she is who she is i just don't like what i don't know what it is about her. i just don't like her that's fine but to come off the cuff because of something that i'm saying or doing that's making people feel a certain way i think we have to get better at being who we are supposed to be on and offline and this is why a lot of things look good on online Everything that glitter ain't gold, like, you know, a lot of our parents taught us, we have to go back to that mentality because people don't be who they're supposed to be online. I have had people that have said, oh, I met so-and-so and they were just really, really, really awful. I couldn't believe how awful they were. I was just taken back. Like some, you may meet your favorite celebrity and you may see them and you're only looking at them at the character that they play on a show or something that they do that you just really have gravitated towards or, you know, really liked. And it may be off-putting when you discover that your hero or the person you've put all this energy behind isn't who they are on, on offline. So just be leery. People are human. Humans do human things. And you know I'm not the one to make excuses for people. But just be aware of who you follow, who you align with, who you want to be more like. Because there's a story behind everybody's, uh, when they show up, there's a story behind that. There are certain people who won't share that story about where they've come from and where they are now, but be careful. Be careful who you align with. And can we end this podcast with just talking about just a few normal everyday things that we are all sick and tired of? And one thing we are sick and tired of if you own a vehicle is these gas prices that are going out of control. I don't know what we're going to do at this point with these gas prices I mean, we're going to have to put gas in the car because we got to get places. But my heart really goes out to people who cannot or are not in the position that they can just be like, okay, I can just put gas in a car because somebody having to put gas in their car at this prices may be the, the definition between another resource in their home. Listen, I'm at this point where I'm about to just tootsie roll around the city on a moped at this point or a regular bike. Really, I need to get a regular bike. And it might be cheaper for me to ride a bike than it is for me to drive a car. My husband and I put $100 in our gas tank the other day. Now, granted, I do have a big car or SUV, but my God, I don't think I've ever, I think when I first got my car, which is, it's, it hasn't even been six months yet. Has it been? No, it's barely, okay, it might be just barely six months. And it was like $60, $55 to fill the car tank. 
Now we're at a hundred dollars. I'm gonna tell you right now, a lot of this back and forth stuff is gonna not, it's gonna be on it back, or it's gonna be on a wrap it up. Now, if it comes to an event, that's different. But like, there are things that I do for like certain things I do for work or PR and things that I'm gonna be like, listen, can I have had that meeting here at this at my house? I have a whole office. I can just sit here and do this and do that because it's really getting out of control the way that these gas prices are set up. I don't know if I have it in me to keep paying $100 per week, and that's almost every few days. So yeah, $200 a week at any given point is not the life that I want to be living right now. So gas prices are out of control, and there's no end in sight. I won't even get into the politics of everything because that's not the type of podcast that we have, but we all know why the gas prices are going up. And to be honest with you, it's just it's just a mess, to be honest with you. Um, this week I've actually done a lot with self-care because I wanted to have a better week this week than I had last week. Last week was hard. If I'm being honest, last week was hard. And this week has just been a week of me just recognizing that last week was not where I wanted to repeat. And so being clear about what it is that I needed has been helpful so far this week. It has given me a better week. I probably had a little bit more challenges this week, but it has given me a better week. Although I do get my hair done every two weeks, that's a beautiful part of self-care. Another part is recognizing that simple pleasures of doing the things that I love. I am a coffee house person. There's nothing better to me than to go into a coffee house. And as much as I am about some bigger brands like Starbucks, I'm never going to stop being a Starbucks girl. At the same time, there's something very genuine about being into a smaller um, local coffee shop that brings me absolute joy. It's the atmosphere of going into a coffee shop. It's the atmosphere of sitting in one, looking out the window, having that moment to myself. I love it. And for other people who love coffee shops, they have that same feeling about coffee shops. It's something about the lighting in there. It's something about just having that moment to yourself. And to be honest with everything that I do and the things that I have on my plate, just to sit in another atmosphere, to change the atmosphere that I'm in and to sit in a coffee shop, even if it's for 15 to 20 minutes, that 15 to 20 minutes is like life. It breeds new life. It's something that I truly enjoy. Just like everybody is not into books, but I can go into a bookstore and stay there for hours. Learning to love the things that you enjoy at any regard, not regarding anybody else's feelings about it. Meaning I don't, I used to feel like I always needed someone to go with me. And so when I moved here to Philadelphia, this was 11 years ago, I needed someone to go to me, go with me for every little thing that I went to, which was surprising because I was comfortable in my small town before I moved here. So I could go alone in different places in my small town but being here in Philly was a whole different life. And that time of adjustment was very hard. So I would have my fiance, he was my fiance at the time, now husband, struggling to wanting him to go everywhere with me. My husband does not like coffee shops, doesn't hardly even drink coffee. Uh, getting my husband to read a book, unless it's something that's for work related, that man ain't trying to pull up a whole bunch of books and read it. It's just not his thing going to certain stores are is not his thing so that struggle of trying to basically turn my husband to like my girlfriend too or bestie or a friend you know everybody does is not it's not going to work out that way and so i struggled 
for a long time to do the things that I enjoy, to just get in the car and make that time to go to a flower shop because I love getting flowers or I loved, you know, making bouquets of flowers. And again, that come with me, do this with me. If you live alone or if you ever had phases in your life where you've had that alone moments, cause you can be in a room with a bunch of people and feel alone because you desire people to do the same things that you want. It took a long time before I was ready to step out on my own and just do the solo activities that I truly enjoy. Now don't get it twisted. I like having company, but it's not as detriment as it was when I first moved here to Philadelphia, where I felt like I had to have someone be with me. Now I enjoy taking solo trips, right? I enjoy getting on a plane by myself to go on vacation. I saw a meme or it was a reel or a TikTok or something the other day. And it was talking about people with travel. Listen, I am not the type of person that will travel with someone. And, and don't ask me to, if we have to go somewhere where we have to have a kitchen because you want to cook on vacation, I'm probably not the person you should vacation with. I do not like that. I am not that person. And I know that sounds bad because I, I am, we are a family of five. And so yes, saving money by cooking would be great. I'm not against it. If it's like maybe one or two nights and you're just saying, well, we, we don't want to go anywhere because we're tired. So we'll just eat something in the house and cook something on vacation. I could possibly swing that. But let me tell you something. I cook every day, cook every day, seven days a week. And it is a lot to cook for five people and make sure everybody has whatever it is that they need. So when I go on vacation, vacation for me is not cooking. So when I go on vacation, I want to go on vacation, right? And the beautiful part about being on a, on a solo trip is that you're able to go on vacation, eat the foods that you like without having to share, drink the drinks that you like without, again, having to share or even be mindful of other people. Like that's just the beautiful part about being on a solo, any adventure, right? Cause you can go on a staycation, you know, you can go out for a couple hours to another place that you've never been to and just enjoy yourself. You get to have that time to yourself to legit decompress and not have to answer to anyone else. You know, when we go out as a family, it's a lot harder because I'm vegan. Everybody else is eating whatever they're eating. And so to be honest with you, they really don't care. They just will find whatever restaurant they make. And I will find something at that restaurant to eat. But when you go out and you want everybody's input for what they want for dinner, it's hard, right? When you got five people with different personalities and different palates, the best part about I'm learning to be secure in my skin and my own, my, and my, and my ability to be by myself when I need to is the fact that I'm able to do the things that don't have to require me to care about other people at that moment, right? I don't have to care about if nobody wants to drink coffee because I'm going to get up and go to the coffee shop. And that's the reason why those moments that I take now mean so much more because I'm able to step out from my responsibilities, from my long list of places I need to be and just have that moment. And let me just say, because I'm so out and about all the time in Philly, people seem to think that because I'm out and about all the time that I don't also want to go off just from the things that I enjoy for myself. It's hard because my schedule is monopolized by the things that I'm doing in the city. However, I have learned to put that time in and on that calendar. That's for just me. 
not places that I need to be, not places that I've committed to being, not places that I even want to be in the city for the sake of the blog or the podcast or whatever the case may be. Truly finding those moments that are just for me. Now, if these gas prices would cooperate, I would go and take a trip somewhere by myself via car. But I'm thinking about maybe looking into, again, once these gas prices go down for a little solo staycation somewhere because I love traveling by myself because you don't have to worry about anybody else being late to the airport, what time we leaving, all the other stuff. But to get back to that meme, people who have a fit about paying a cheaper hotel because they figure you ain't going to be in the bed long enough. I'm on, I'm going to be 41 this year. I'm starting to have back issues. I can't just be at everybody's hotel room randomly at some cheaper room because you know, you're trying to save some money. Like when I go on vacation somewhere, whether it's a girl's trip or whatever the case may be, I'm the type of person is like, well, let's, let's look at the upgrade. Let's look at the better hotel because we got to go to sleep and be comfortable. Like my comfortability is, is not negotiable. I'm willing to pay for it, right? I'm willing to pay for some extra level of comfort. I wasn't always like that. I would be like, well, let's get the best budget. Let's be on a budget. Let's be on a budget. And you can still be on team budget and also enjoy luxury. Luxury is something that we all should experience at least a few times out of our life where we take those moments to just let ourselves enjoy moments. So when I go on vacation, whether that's with the family, my husband and I, we take little staycations here in the city. We go to some of the best places because why not? Like, why do I have to go to a, a, a hotel that's a little bit more of a budgety purse place when I don't have to? I'm not saying that there's not been times I've done it. Let's not get this twisted. I remember where I came from. But now if I don't have to, if I choose not to, I'm choosing not to. And if that works for you, do what works for you. But as far as the storehouse is concerned, we're going to do what's best for us. You know, we want to be comfortable when you go places. You know, we have children. We want the room that has the adjacent room for them to be in so that they can be comfortable too. Like that's just the traveling way. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully with these gas prices, we're going to pray all together that they come down so everybody can get out here and enjoy a little slice of life so we can all get out here and take a, you know, a road trip so we can fly somewhere without having to pay you know, through blood and, and, and everything else to get it. You know, we want to be able to travel and, and see family and friends and stay comfortably. Listen, I am not the type of person with my five family members. We are not rolling up to your house to stay at your house. Like those days are long gone, unless it's like an emergency and we needed to do something that's different. But for us, we try to plan that even if we're seeing family and friends, we're going to try to stay at our own hotel. I feel comfortable not being in other people's spaces. I'm not trying to travel with a family like I'm in college where you're sleeping on somebody's couch. Like you're a family now, you're grown. You got to spend, you know, grown coin and stay where you can feel comfortable. I can't show up squad deep with five people and not show up to the house with a, with a, with a parting gift, a welcome gift or something. Like you have to learn to move differently when your life changes. You got to be able to move differently and not feel shamed about it. Um, if you've been on TikTok for even five seconds, they even have... Uh, black girl luxury where you can find yourself on black girl luxury pages and they're the most beautifulest thing but people be so mean in those comments like why is not everybody entitled to having luxury uh, pieces or making sure that their life is comfortable we only get this one life like how often do we hear that and we know that and we'll say that but we don't believe it 
I want to spend my time here on earth doing the things that are going to make me happy. Heaven should be an it should be a, a added plus of of greatness, but we should have some great moments here, right here on right here on earth, right? Even though earth is ghetto at times, I still want to have moments where I'm I'm enjoying it, right? Moments where I'm happy and I'm smiling about the life that I'm creating. Why work so hard to not to have a life that you're creating only to not live it? So if that is you, I want you to change your focus, right? It's okay to have luxury pieces. It's okay to enjoy. Um, if you have a handbag that you really want to get, go ahead and enjoy it. Now don't spend your rent money, right? Don't spend the light money for it. Don't start buying stuff and, and charging it up where you can't pay it back because you're trying to compete with the Joneses, right? There is a huge difference in living like that versus Hey, I just desire to have something that I really want. So I'm going to go ahead and get that because I can, I'm going to get that because I want to enjoy that. There's a huge difference. And let me say something about friendships. I've seen friend groups who were the, there was like one person in the group that's had this luxury lifestyle before, or they may have stepped in because they may have had more money, more resources. Stop letting everybody know that you was the first to do something, right? We don't need to know that you were the first. Right. If anything, if you truly love your friends, instead of making sure that everybody knows that you're the first, how about you be glad when your sister or your friend steps her game up, right? And she steps her game up and can do the things that you already have been there, done that, right? Because you already done that. Do that, right? But why just not be happy for someone else? That's real friendship. And I'm going to tell you a little secret when your friends ain't clapping for you and they're not happy for you and they want to make everything about them instead of just letting you have your moment. Those are the friends you better mark with a big old red circle because that right there is your fake friend. You want to identify your fake friends? Do something great and see how much they support you. And if they support you with conditions or they support you with things and make sure they make their your moment, anybody who takes your moment and makes it about them, circle them. Even if you don't do anything right off the bat, just circle them because you will come back to that conversation. You will be coming back to that person. Even if it takes years, you're coming back to that person because I guarantee you that they're not. the. And so as we close out this episode, I just want to say thank you to every listener, to everyone who supports this podcast in every way. You can support this podcast by listening always, by being a subscriber, by doing a review and reviewing either the whole podcast as, as a whole or reviewing just an episode. I appreciate all of that. I also appreciate just having so much support of people who tell me about the things that they're hearing when they're listening to it or how it makes them feel. I would hate to be the type of person that makes your mental health even more, you know, hard or your mental wellness that much harder. I hope that when you listen that you're getting encouraged to be your best self and that you're being encouraged to deal with some of the very things that we're talking about. If you have a friend that you have to deal with, I hope that it helps you with some clarity. If you are struggling with acceptance and groups of different people that you're around, I hope that Again, you're getting that clarity that you truly need. It's the worst thing in life to continue going every day and every day, going along and not feeling like you belong in this world because you truly do. I think a lot of times we struggle with knowing who we're supposed to be with, who we're supposed to connect with. And I promise the better you know yourself, the better and easier it makes for you to figure those answers out. 
I know that it sounds cliche, but it is the absolute truth. The more you know about yourself, the more you allow yourself to kind of date yourself again, to figure out the things that you like, to know what you really enjoy, it makes it that much easier for you to connect with other people. My hardest part, part of life has been not knowing myself, not trusting myself. And once I got to the point where I could do both, it allowed me to open my circles up to people and then become that better, that much better. Sometimes in this life, it's just literally about knowing yourself and knowing what you will love and what you don't love and not aligning with people who don't fit that mold. I'm not telling you that everybody that you fit with is going to be, they're going to like everything, you know, all the things that you love, but finding people who really make you feel great about yourself. That's one thing I can say. Anybody who makes you feel bad about yourself, and it's a difference when they're calling out things that you should that you should fix. But even in the midst of a call out, it should still be something or someone who's doing it in love. If someone is not doing that in love, and they're not considering how you may feel about the situation, I'm not talking about giving people, you know, this quote unquote tough love. Because some people live their lives about because they give people such great tough love. You can give people tough love without also being considerate. And knowing that everybody is not in the same place as you. So that means that if you're open to making change and somebody else is not, just be the person that is the sounding board and still love them because when they're ready to do so, they will walk in it. Remember, friends, family, they're not kids. They're not your children. So stop treating your friends, your spouses like they're your child and make sure that you take care of yourself because that is the most important thing in this life. Taking care of ourselves, being the best that we can. So have an amazing weekend. We will be back next week with some financial advice because we need to get them coins and make sure they're in the right places so they can continue making money for us and not be going against us, you know. And I hope that you do have a blessed weekend. This weekend I will be resting. This weekend I will be in my pajamas if I can all but help it. And I hope you find and do the things for yourself this weekend that you mostly enjoy. And I heard, it's something I heard that in Pennsylvania or at least Philadelphia, there was going to be snow on Saturday. So I plan to do a little bit of baking because nothing says snow like a good baked good. Have a great weekend. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.